G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, there is a long road to recovery for the Indonesian island of Sulawesi after the recent earthquake and tsunami and even a volcano eruption. But there is a hesitation from the Indonesian government to allow outside assistance. Aid agencies have been actively working with the Indonesian government authorities in order to offer their help to restore essential services and to work on things like halting the spread of disease. And with the death toll up over 1,700, it is a very serious disaster. Australia has stepped up with some significant contributions, and there are Christian ministries who are also offering support in operations as part of the recovery effort. Samaritan's Purse has been standing by ready to help, where estimates are the total number of people affected is well over 2 million people. Abby McFarlane from Samaritan's Purse is joining us. Hello, Abby. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thanks so much for having me. Abby, I know your teams would like to be in and working on the ground, but there has been this reluctance, this hesitancy that's come from the Indonesian government. How do you see things? Look, I think obviously Samaritan's Purse would love um, to be there um, providing assistance, and we have had a team of 15 on the ground in the last week um, assessing the situation, trying to work alongside the government, forming connections, finding local church partners that we can work with. Um, And obviously in everything that we do, we want to work alongside the government of the country and we want to um, respect their authority. Um, And in this situation, I think they have um, a huge amount of disaster preparedness that has gone into preparing the country for future disasters after particularly the Bali tsunami a number of years ago. And so there is a hesitancy. There are other organisations who previously have had country offices in Indonesia, like um, other Christian organisations that are able to work there. But because Samaritan's Purse doesn't have a country office in Indonesia at the moment um, and other organisations that have the ability to provide aid that don't have um, country offices, we're not being able to um, access the area to bring in um, the aid and supplies that we have available to us at this point in time. So the government is, in fact, well-equipped to handle these sorts of disasters and their reluctance is to have all sorts of groups coming from everywhere, uh, all coming and, in some sense, they may fear getting a foothold in their nation. Is that a, is that a gentle way of talking about uh, what that resistance might be? Look, I I definitely think that that's probably part of um, the reason why. Um, I think that there's also, you know, they're the government of the country and so there's an element where um, they know what's best for their people Um, and they do have a mechanism in place. And so I think it's trying to have a streamlined effect, something that is well-coordinated, is working for the 
better good of the people of Indonesia and particularly the people who've been impacted by the tsunami on Sulawesi. And so um, I think this is their way of approaching it. Obviously, in different disasters, different governments have different approaches. Um, and so this is the situation we're in in Indonesia. Um, we would love to be there to assist. And so we're going to try um, to look at other, other avenues through working with local church partners to still have a presence there and still to be able to provide aid and assistance um, in the way that God has called us to. So there is a sense in which official uh, aid through Samaritan's Purse may not be needed at this time, but there are ways that through those local partners, as you say, uh, Samaritan's Purse can still be a benefit to people who have gone through this disaster. Absolutely. So we currently have... Um, Two of our disaster response team remaining on the ground to work throughout work with our local church partners to provide resources to them and expertise. And we will be trying to um, funnel funds and resources through to our local church partners so that they can be the hands of the hands and feet of Christ in this situation. Um, for um, on behalf of Samaritan's Purse and the church around the world. And is it significant, Abby, when we talk about how aid gets through, that oftentimes using local churches on the ground in nations where there's been something of a significant disaster like this, that local churches are actually sometimes the best way to actually get aid to where it's needed most? Absolutely. And I think um, in every disaster that's Samaritan's first, um, does respond to, we want to work through our local church partners. Obviously, through Operation Christmas Child, we have a lot of connections, a large network around the world, and they seem to be the ones that they're in the community. They know their community inside and out. They know the people of their community. They know the needs of the community, and so they're able to um, work alongside us to help facilitate um, an effective response that is actually meeting the needs on the ground. Um, that they are seeing in their community. And so in this instance, um, it's just that Samaritan's Purse doesn't physically have boots on the ground, um, but we can still work alongside those churches to empower them to outreach into their communities. And, of course, the disasters as they've unfolded in Indonesia, and we talked about an earthquake as well as a tsunami and also a volcano eruption, you know, those sorts of things all happening together uh, make things particularly difficult uh, but you just never know and when you have three events like that uh, all causing dramatic damage uh, that there may be a turnaround and a need for uh, outside support by way of aid if there are any other aftershocks or uh, disasters that might be compounding the challenge in those regions as they are. Absolutely I guess in situations like this Particularly in Sulawesi, they've had over 170 aftershocks um, after the initial earthquake. And so there's always, um, and disasters are a fast-changing situation. Things can change dramatically hour to hour, minute to minute. And so um, in these types of situations, you've got to go with what the decision is at the moment and then reassess um as situations change. And so I guess that's what's happening on the ground. That's how Samaritan's Purse is responding to this. Um, and we're wanting to do it in a way that is um, honouring of the um, principalities and powers um, of Indonesia, um, as well as trying to serve the people of Indonesia who've been impacted by this disaster.
Interesting from the position of a Christian aid organisation like Samaritan's Purse, Abby, because ordinarily you'd be wanting to be in there, boots on the ground, providing for needs of people. But another dimension that a Christian organisation also carries is that it has this capacity to mobilise supporters to prayer. What is your What are your thoughts for listeners who might be thinking about what's happening in Indonesia? And clearly you don't recover from the disasters like this in a matter of weeks. This will be months or years in recovery. What are your thoughts for listeners to be prayerful about what's happening on the ground in Indonesia? Look, I think absolutely um, to be praying for the people of Indonesia, particularly um, in the areas that have been impacted by the earthquake. Um, the devastation from reports from our team that have been there um, is horrific. Um, we had um, the first two people that landed on the ground said that there were still dead bodies on the side of the road, that um, families were still looking for loved ones, and the search for um, survivors has officially um, stopped over the weekend. And so um, there is a sense of hopelessness um, and so praying that um, there will be, um, that through our church partners, that we will be able to um, show those people who are impacted the hope um, of Jesus Christ through that. Um, so praying for them, praying that aid can get to the people that need it the most and that um, families will um, feel as though they are able to um, process their grief but be supported um, and pray that at the end of the day that the Indonesian government is able to support these people to the best of their ability and that all the other aid organisations who are able to physically be on the ground are able to provide um, effective aid to those people and support them in their greatest time of need. Um, but more importantly, pray for our church partners as they outreach into the community that they are able to be the hands and feet of Christ um, and show the love of Jesus Christ in that situation. Uh, well, no doubt there's an appeal you still have running because when you can still get dollars through to help those partners on the ground, we're talking about local Christian churches uh, in Sulawesi who can be conduits uh, for uh, some aid that can come from the Christian community outside of Indonesia. Uh, no doubt you'd still like people to be prayerful about how much they might be able to contribute uh, through the uh, the agency that you have there as Samaritan's Purse. Absolutely. And so if um, supporters um, or partners, we I like to call them partners because really without um, their partnership, we're not able to do what we do at Samaritan's Purse. Um, they can go onto our website, samaritanspurse.org.au, and can give um, through our website to help support those local Christian churches on the ground. Okay, samaritanspurse.org.au. Abby McFarlane from Samaritan's Purse, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.